weird. Um, but in NHL news, since we're talking about hockey, this is a nice little segue. Um, but the Tampa Bay Lightning are on a roll, shockingly, after coming close with Toronto to a Game 7. They are destroying the, the Panthers, who are the league's best. I, it, three zip. Nothing. Like, what? I, I couldn't believe my eyes. It, they are destroying the Panthers. They're like, we owe Florida. You can go back and rebuild <laughs> for another season. And Sam Reinhart will not get any more playoff experience. <laughs> no. I mean, I honestly, my pick was Tampa Bay taking the the series in general, but I did not expect them to be rolling over them the way they are. It it should not be a blowout as much. I mean, they they just won, I believe, the last game last night, 5-1. And today is the uh, series ender possible uh, because it's game four tonight. Yeah. Sam Reinhardt's season could be coming to a close right now. Yay! Yay. (laughs) Better pick for the Sabres. That's all we got to think about. Better pick. Right. Better pick. Um, why do you guys? Why do you guys think that is that this series has gotten you know so out of hand? Or is it just a bad matchup? Do the Lightning just want it more? Like, what do you guys see that you think is you know led this series to be what it is? I I think the Lightning probably just had a hard time, maybe with you know because Austin Matthews credit to him, sixty goal scorers for the season, big player. Um, and why they're, they were there in the playoffs. But maybe it was just maybe the talent is a little bit more. or Maybe they're rallying at the right time. The heart's in it at the right time, too. You know what I mean? It could be. Right, because th- their thing is that they want that three-peat. They, they want that three-in-a-row, nice little trophy shelf that says, yeah, nobody could beat us yeah, for three, three straight years. years. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but I... Maybe it's just coming together, or if the Panthers just don't want it, I, I, it would be hard to believe that the Panthers don't want it, considering that the Panthers were like so heavily involved in trading and the off season, and it, it proved it in the regular season, but they're falling on their faces. Um. The the other game that really got me interested though was the Edmonton Calgary game, the Battle of Alberta, <laughs> and when I saw this game, uh, I'm I'm watching it. I'm like, okay, it's going to be a high scoring game like it always is. Not only did Vander Kane got a hat trick, which I despise enough, <laughs> I think anyone yeah. does, but but the Edmonton goalie got hit hard by one of the Calgary Flame players. And he got a game misconduct for it and a five-minute major uh, <laughs> penalty for it. But there was a huge scrum after it. Like any time you see a goalie like get hit, you always go to back the goalie. <laughs> they put so many people in the box that when the ref said the call, he's like, everybody else in the box gets two minutes because you were fighting. 
Yeah, it was just a he mass did, penalty. He yeah. didn't feel like naming. <laughs> there were so many guys in the box. He's like, I don't feel like naming anybody. I don't think I would either at that yeah. point, though. I'd do the same. Just put him on the board and, you know, have the fans know who they are. But I don't want to say him anymore. <laughs> but I would love to see, you know, that one ref who gets really animated while making calls. I would love to see him, like, go for every player. Fighting, 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 it just keeps going yeah, and going yeah. and going. It's like a rough and rowdy announcer at right, that point. Right. You know? <laughs> it, it, it was just so funny to see that call because it, it reminded me of whenever in the NFL, it's like everybody but the center. So <laughs> it's like everybody else screwed up. <laughs> you got to go to box now. Sit there, think about what you've done wrong, and then come back out. <laughs> I I could see Bill doing that to his offensive line. Bill Belichick doing oh, that. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, he gets so mad at them. Go sit on the bench and think about what you just did. Throws you the, cost us five yards. Yeah, throws the tablet, the phone, starts going crazy, <laughs> you know. Um, But another big sweep is maybe possible in the NBA the Golden State Warriors are really handling the Dallas Mavericks. I mean, three zip, Curry looks fine. Um, Luca, Luca has the worst, I, I believe, the worst losing streak uh, with forty plus points. Um, and and he's been dominant. No discredit to him. They just can't finish a game. Um, yeah, I can't say. Uh, can't say that was unexpected. I mean, the Warriors are just out talenting the Mavericks at this point. I mean, obviously, Stephen Curry is one of the three best point guards in the NBA. Clay still a very good 3-and-D player. And then just the supporting cast that they have with, you know, Wiggins and obviously Draymond and Looney and Kuminga and Jordan Poole and what have you. They're just out-talenting them at this point. Maybe Dallas takes a game. They just get crazy hot from three. I mean, you look at their shooters. Reggie Bullock in that game three last night was 0 for 10 from the field and 0 from 7 from downtown. So, you know, maybe they just have a game here where they get hot from three and they take one. But this series is pretty much over because no team in NBA history has ever come back from down 3-0. So, I mean, it was fun while it lasted. You know, thought, you know, they might have a chance after knocking off the one seed in the West. But Warriors are just going to steamroll them at this point. I had him going all the way. I was like, Dallas, <laughs> Dallas, go. I, I believe. I believe. And now I'm like, uh, I, I bet you next next week when, or two weeks, because Harrington will be in Texas next week. Harrington mm-hmm. just loves to avoid us. Um, <laughs> but yeah. he he uh, he's probably going to gloat about it, at least on Twitter, and say like, oh, my Golden State is moving on, and I always knew it. And I was talking with Depot last night because I had to, you know, we had to transfer some stuff so I could, like, post the show after we're done. And he was watching the game, and he's like, oh, my God, I don't want to see Golden State again in the finals. I was like, it's inevitable at this point. (laughs) You you can't put the finals without Golden State, and you can't have the Golden State without the finals. Uh, but the other game in the NBA that plays tonight, uh, Miami versus Boston, number one versus number two. Miami's up two to one. Tanner, what what are your thoughts on that game? Um, I think Miami 
Oh, I don't know. It's going to be tough. Miami doesn't have – they're not going to have Tyler Hero. They already said Hero's out for game four, so that's a big loss. But after seeing Miami just beat the break off of my Atlanta Hawks, I have a hard time, you know, picking against them. They just have so many long, versatile defenders. you got Kyle Lowry coming back. Max Bruce, the starting shooting guard, has been a good role player for them all season. Uh, Jimmy Butler, obviously, is, you know, Jimmy Butler is still one of the best two-way players in the league. You have P.J. Tucker, Bam, Gabe Vincent coming off the bench, Duncan Robinson. I mean, they just have so many good, you know, they have the top-end talent, obviously, with Butler and Bam, and they just have so many good role players. So it's hard for me to pick against Miami. Um, I mean, they came away with a close win last time around, but the Celtics, I don't think they've, you know, lost back-to-back yet in this playoff. So, you know, I'll pick Boston tonight to, even it up at the two games apiece. I think this series will go back and forth to seven. So uh, give me Boston for tonight. Joe, any thoughts on Heat Celtics? I mean, Celtics is my family's favorite team from way back in the day. You know what I mean? So it's like I really want them to even it up and go all the way, but it's just a slug match at this point. I think it's just back and forth. I think if they do even it up to two, like you said, they're going to they're gonna run the whole series. You know what I mean? Like it's not going to – they're not going to stop, you know. You know, I, I saw the play that Marcus Smart got hurt on, and he came back. You know, I'm glad he came back. But I feel like if, you know, how many people can play on injuries? And I know a couple of people can. Mm-hmm. It, it's not like it hasn't happened. But, you know, it, remind, it it goes back to the NCAA March Madness tournament where the one kid, uh, the floorboards moved, and he, like, re-injured himself. Oh, and you know, I don't, I I don't think they want to take the risk that Boston wants to take that risk. That I I don't think the floor will move. Yeah, but right. <laughs> just just the injury part. Right, and um, I think just playing on an injury in general, you could you could severely injure yourself for even longer. You know what I mean? So right. It's just like, so I I have Miami winning and going to the finals. Uh, so that is our NBA talk. So now it's time to move to the NFL. And a lot of things have come out in the past couple of hours, which is shocking to me, especially on a a Monday. You know, usually everything comes in the middle of the week when we're off the air. And we're like, what the heck? Why is this? Why why did they just release this now? But the first big thing that they're pushing, right as you go to the NFL website, it is hard knocks in season. The Arizona Cardinals. Yes, I saw that. That'll be fun. I mean, you have the the I delete everything crybaby Kyler Murray. (laughs) You have the Mm -hmm. Mr. I don't know how I got uh, performance enhancing stuff in my drink from DeAndre Hopkins. Probably going to blame it on a poppy seed. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You got James Conner. You got J.J. Watt. How many times has J.J. Watt been on? Hard knocks. I feel like he's always there at some point. I just want to see the Bills on a hard knocks. You know what I mean? Like I, I, I mean the Colts were interesting, but the Colts season ended awful last year. They were they were going hot. They m- m- smoked us, and then it ended up they they fizzled out to the Patriots or no to the Jaguars. Jaguars. Yeah, like even, a, worse. even worse. <laughs> yeah, even worse. Even worse. Yeah. <laughs> But I mean, I mean the we be did too. We kind of we got our rear ends handed to us by Jacksonville, but at least. At least ours was during midseason. And, you know, you can argue maybe that cost us a home playoff game in the divisional. But, I mean, with your season on the line, 
the last game of the year. It's win and get in, and you go out there and lay that egg. That's embarrassing. Like, I was embarrassed, and I'm not even a Colts fan. No, absolutely. Secondhand embarrassment, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that that really was, I think, Trevor Lawrence's best game. And will be his, like, best game for yeah. a while. All-time career high. Not going to breach it ever again. Yeah, yeah, knocking Carson Wentz and Jonathan Taylor <laughs> out of the the playoff hopes. But uh, the Colts did sign a QB. It, it's to back up Matt Ryan for, for right now until he inevitably, uh, you know, takes over. Nick Foles, two-year deal. Oh, wow. Uh, you know, he's reunited with his old uh, offensive coordinator uh, from back when they won the Super Bowl. Yeah, Frank Reich. Frank Reich. And well, hold on, Double D. Can I slow you down for a second? Yeah, we gotta, sure. We gotta, there's a couple things we got to unpack here. Number one, you're not that big of a Trevor Lawrence guy. You said that's probably going to be his best game for a while. You, you don't, you're not a big Trevor Lawrence guy. Let's just get to that first. No, in the <laughs> sense that he's a supposed generational talent, you know, which they say about every first overall pick every year. <clears throat> Baker Mayfield. Uh, yeah. And yeah. Andrew Luck, who ended his career early. And, and he was really good, to his credit, but he couldn't help but get injured. Um, Jacksonville's doing what they can, so Trevor Lawrence does not end up like Andrew Luck and retiring early. Um one thing I see with Jacksonville, though, they had Urban Meyer this year, and that was just controversy. You know True. what I mean? So I think yeah. they need, he needs a good good standalone season without all of that going on in the background. You know what I mean? And True. Then, and, then we'll and, see. And Doug Peterson is there now. They they did get it right with the coach for, for once. Yeah, absolutely. You know, Peterson took his year off and comes back, you know, stronger. I think we got to give him a, a grace period here. You know, yeah. we might have to give him one more season to really prove himself. But I'm kind of with you, Double D. I, I don't know if I – necessarily see him as a generational talent you know that kind of a thing but we'll see after this season i think right yeah i I think they can go as high as second in their division because it's not like their division is that strong i i would think oh (laughs) it's a hard pick between the titans and the colts just because titans don't have as many wide receivers as anymore yeah i i I can't even imagine them right now and you know (laughs) It's not like the Colts have the best wide receiver room either. They have great running backs, both of them. They have they both have mediocre QBs. It it really comes down to who wants it a little bit more than the other. Right. I worry about Tennessee when we play them though. They've been a good matchup with the Bills even without I mean they did have more wide receivers back when we played them, but I mean still Derrick Henry that 70-yard burst he had on his last last holding season. everything was yeah, holding. If the referees learn to call holding, that's a whole different story. Yeah, yeah you got a point. I you forgot about that. Yeah, <laughs> there was like three holdings on the call. Yeah, Jordan and they Boyer decided to act like blind people. Put on the glasses and say, I don't see anything. Yeah. I, 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 like, so Bill, if there was a holding all, call, it's different. Bill, even all things considered, we had a chance to win that game. I mean, that quarterback sneak on fourth and one inside the five-yard line, that's a play that Josh makes 99 times out of 100. And just that one time, Jeffrey Simmons decided to be an absolute beast. But, you know, that's one of those that you live with. I would, If I had the chance to call it over again, I'd call the exact same play, and it just 
didn't work out in our favor. Now, the other thing that we need to get to is you said, Matt, when Nick Foles inevitably takes over, so you think Matt Ryan is going to be that bad that at some point they're just going to be forced to go to Nick Foles? I think there will be so much, like, uh, I I think that Matt Ryan, he he's had, like, you know, he's had Calvin Ridley and other, you know, good wide receivers, but he doesn't have that in Indy. He has... Michael Pittman, maybe T.Y. Hillen, and, you know, Marlon Mack out of the backfield. Or not Marlon Mack, sorry. Jonathan Taylor out of the backfield. Um, it it kind of just feels like a, a little bit better of an Atlanta Falcons for me. And and his play has been declining over the past couple of years. I, I don't know if that's just because age or he got paid and he didn't feel like he needed to perform as much because some of those players just want to be paid and that's done their story's over but Nick Foles has been sitting as a third string QB for the past yeah two years three he went years. out into the Bears for a little bit but right I mean. and I he wants to get that starting job to prove that he can still play because he deserves a better shot than he's been giving I think maybe some teams are undervaluing him because when he played for the Bears, I mean, he won against Seattle, and that was with Russell Wilson yeah, on the field. Yeah, before the torn tendon and all that. Right, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, Foles has it in him to win games. If- He's just inconsistent, in my opinion. Yeah. That's the problem. You know what I mean? Like, that's why, like, even Trubisky, like, I think he deserves a starting shot, but he has been proven to be inconsistent in, you know, Chicago, so... It'll be a guessing game, I think, with how they do. But I, I hope they get the shot for sure, you know. But Nick Foles deserves at least something for, you know, being Nick Foles. Right. Philly for, special. Yeah. He's got the statue the now. Kid, you know what I mean? Yeah, out of nowhere. Like, he's the rally king, you know. Right. And on the Bears, I, I saw this tweet, but there was an ad for the Bears season with <laughs> – Mitch Trubisky, uh, Khalil Mack, and another player that uh, left. Um, I'm forgetting the Tariq name, Cohen. but he also. What? It was Tariq Cohen. Tariq Cohen, who's the free yeah. agent who uh, hurt himself. They put that out for the 2023 season. Yeah, yeah. Like, what? What are their media people doing? They're <laughs> like, yeah, this is fine. Send it. Send it. It's fine. We don't need I mean, to take Khalil- new pictures. Khalil Mack, that one's kind of understandable because that trade only happened like a few months ago. But Trubisky's been off the team for a year now. <laughs> Tariq Cohen's been off the team for a year now. I mean, if he didn't play, I guess he was still on the roster last year, but he didn't play. Like, what are what are you doing? I guess that just goes to show how down bad they are in Chicago football. I mean, it's just not 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 a good time over there for that. It's not like you don't have bad people. It's not like you don't have a product to sell. You have Justin Fields, you have David Montgomery, and you know, maybe the third person's like, you know, here's this guy, here's this guy, coin flip. Right. Um on who we put, but there's still two guys that you can use for that ad and you just decide to use an old ad to be lazy. Yeah. <laughs> and now everybody's looking at it like, wow, our team really doesn't care. <laughs> I know that'd be a tough look if we threw, you know, EJ Manuel on an ad. You know oh I mean? my like, God. That'd, that'd be something else. I tell you. Oh my God. Don't even get me started with <laughs> EJ Manuel. EJ Manuel and Sammy Watkins, Bill's 2023 <sighs> season. Get ready. 
I don't want the spaceman Sammy Watkins <laughs> on my uh on my ad, thank you very much. He could stay in Green Bay and be with like yeah, I'm with Aaron Rodgers now. I, I'm with Aaron. I, I know what I'm doing. No, you don't. We'll no, smack you... him when we play him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's gonna be a fun game to see Sammy again and for he might even be hurt. We might not even see him at that point. Right. <laughs> uh, I say that about playing uh Lamar Jackson too. He we might we might be playing Huntley. You know what I mean? Right, like yeah. yeah. RG three comes out. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you what's going to happen with Sammy Watkins is week one, he's going to go nuts. He's going to have like six catches for 150 <laughs> yards and two touchdowns, and then he'll have like three for 30 for every game until like week five until he gets injured for the rest of the season. That's how it goes every year. Uh, I agree with that, actually. That's, that's a pretty good take. Yeah, that yeah. is. A, yeah, that's actually really good. Yeah. <laughs> that That's pretty much defines. Like, I, I would His put money career. on that. Yeah. I, I, I would love to see Vegas make the odds for that. Yeah. But yeah, no, I I definitely see that being Sammy Watkins' season. And the last big thing uh, from the NFL, at least for right now, while there's no big breaking news, a Bills tight end is getting another shot. Mm, right. Tyler Croft is oh, heading God. west to San Francisco to back up George Kittle. Wow. George, I, I want to trade for George Kittle, come to Buffalo, you know. Yeah. Uh, I'll make the, I'll start the push for that. I mean, honestly, I think, I mean, as much as I would love, you know, to see Kittle here, like you said, I mean, it's just like, I think Dawson Knox is that guy. You know what I mean? That same kind of tight, versatile tight end. And O.J. Howard, the addition. So, Tyler Croft, I don't think we're going to miss too much over there. I mean, Jimmy G's going to miss him. Or is, is Garoppolo even playing? I mean, they said they're going to trade him, but <laughs> they haven't even yet, you know. So, it's like, no idea what's going on over there. Who knows? Seems like there's been conflicting reports with that. Like one day you'll hear that they that you know both sides are mutually uh, looking for a trade, and then the next day you hear that the 49ers staff has been continuously underwhelmed by Trey Lance. I don't know what they're trying to do. If they're trying to throw some smoke screen out there or what? But it seems like every day <laughs> there's something new coming out about the 49ers quarterback room that's contradictory to what they said you know the day before. Why do I feel like it's going to be two of Ryan Fitzpatrick type deal? You have, you know, you, you'll start Garoppolo for the beginning of the season, and then maybe once you get to your bye, or once, you know, Garoppolo starts declining, or even if you find a trade partner, if you it's somehow out of the woods, you get a good enough trade. Uh, you put in Lance, and then once Lance starts to do bad, you put Garoppolo back in. Right. Be like, yeah, he's our savior. I just hope Lance or Trey Lance isn't to turn the ball over. You know what I mean? Like, I'm really, I'm hoping that that's not the same. You know what I mean? Like, I, I'd like, I have family out in San Francisco. I'd like to see the team do well. You know what I mean? They're not in our division, so I'm not too worried about it necessarily. So, I mean, it's just like they've been struggling to have their quarterback. Jimmy G is just a backup system quarterback, in my opinion. Like, he's a decent backup, you know, but taking your team to the bowl, I don't know. Yeah. I just, I think Jimmy Garoppolo is like a, he's a floor raiser, like, but not a ceiling raiser. So he'll get to minimum maybe like seven wins at least, but he's not going to, you know, get to like 13 wins and take over a team and take him to the Super Bowl. And, I like Trey Lance, too. I mean, his, his last season, I didn't get to watch, you know, his games in full, but he didn't play that bad. You know, he completed dang near 60% of his passes, 600 passing yards, five touchdowns, two picks. They went one and one. Yeah, you really can't um, ask for better the games than that. that he played. But, yeah, no, I 
it's hard to tell what they're going to do because, yeah, like you said, there's always the conflicting reports. But if Lance is as good as he was in the draft, like, oh, he can run around, he can make plays and go after and be like a, a smaller Josh Allen, he probably has a career in this league. Uh, but Jimmy G is just, he is a winner. I mean, no matter what you say about the guy and his production with the floor raising or maybe just like the zero touchdown game, but he got him to a Super Bowl. Yeah. And to an NFC championship who they lost to the Super Bowl winners, Mm -hmm. which was a divisional matchup, and they beat them twice, I believe, during the season. Right. I mean, you can't really argue with that. I I I mean, it's hard to beat a team three times. Uh, But Jimmy... Jimmy is really good when he's healthy. He he's a great Q. I I want I would go as far as say he's a great QB when he's able to play. But he's just not available enough. He's had to go through injury, through another, through another, and rehab, and all these different things that you know a, a QB, your your starting QB cannot deal with. Um, so we're gonna take a quick break and. We're going to talk about the Bandits and their big win moving on to the finals. Uh, the Amherst and how much time they got left in the playoffs. And we'll even get into a little arguments about, you know, Nick Saban and money and a, a prospect who did an unspeakable action because it's just so odd and so different from the rest of them. Uh, so keep listening. To the Blitz on 91.3, and we'll be right back. Welcome back to the Blitz. My name is Double D, and we are back after the break. And let's go, Bandits! Oh, yes. (laughs) Yes, baby. Uh, Yes, sir. They beat the team that we watched, Tanner, uh, the Toronto Rock. Uh, They... It's only a three-game series, but they beat them in two. Um, both games came down to the final seconds. Um, the first game, I, I watched the first game. And The Rock, it was 18-17. And The Rock's last shot went off the post. Or else it would have been in. It would have been a tying game. It would have went to sudden death overtime. And then... This game that just happened yesterday, uh, the Bandits won 10-9, but they they kind of almost blew it again because the Rock got a shot, put it in the net, but the time expired before the shot went in, which is a killer way for your season to end. Just think about it. You're like a point second away from your season ending or or from tying the game to keep your season going. Uh, but the Bandits are in the NNL, NLL Finals. Uh, the opponent is not determined yet. They get a week off. It's against the San Diego Seals or the Colorado Mammoth. Uh, Which but, one would you preferably see them play, you think? I, I you know, the... I, I was looking at their their schedule and their you know all the teams that they faced. They didn't face the Seals once, which is 
weird because usually they all play the teams once. Uh, but they did play the Mammoth, and the Mammoth beat them by one goal. But it, it wasn't insurmountable. Right. But then again, we they lost to Toronto. Too, right. And now, true. Now they passed true. them. I was at the, the Albany game, and that was I. I knew right at that point they were gonna they were gonna go far. They they were absolutely electric. You know, it, it was awesome. But I mean, it'll be interesting to see who they end up playing. I think. Yeah, I because can't say I, uh, I can't say I feel bad for Toronto. That's what you get for making them blow that lead when all four of us went to see them. Me, you, Double D, a Depot, and Harrington. So oh, good. Man. I'm glad their season ended in heartbreak <laughs> yeah. like that because they broke our hearts that yeah. night. Yeah, we we were so far ahead. We were That's so tough. far ahead. I I feel bad for you guys. That was one of the worst it, games to watch. It was like. seven to three. It yeah. was seven to three. We Confident were like lead. celebrating where Tanner had his like second drink in his hand, going like I got vodka, you know, in one hand, <laughs> and he's like cheering. Me and everybody was just happy, and then we're just watching the weed dwindle away. Sadly, uh, you know what the funny thing about it is, is that while I was gone, I left to get that drink, you know, early on in the game, and they scored like three or four goals in the time when I was gone. And then they came back and it's almost like I was just a bad omen. And just me stepping foot back into the bowl in the arena was just a death sentence. And that's when everything went downhill. Yeah. You were the curse. Yeah. That's right. (laughs) Yeah. Oh man. But yeah, the, the bandits are doing it for the city of Buffalo. Like they've said, they, they are, I, I want to make a bet. I, I do. I bet you in the next calendar year, the Bills, the Bandits, the Bisons, and the Sabres win a trophy in the next calendar year. Bills win the Super Bowl. Sabres win the Stanley Cup. Oh, yeah. Uh, this would be the Bandits cal- calendar year, so they win the finals. And then the Bisons win their AAA tournament. See, I would, I would bet you on that. You know what I mean, but I, I'm not betting against you on that. I see that. You know what I mean. I, I think, I think that's going. Like, I'm, I'm right there with you. It's like I actually have hope for the Sabers for once in ten years. Maybe a hot take, but I do agree with you. They're going to the cup. I, I, I would love it. to see it. I, I would love to see it. <laughs> I, I mean, who wouldn't? This, this, this town is a hockey town. If, if you're doing well, people show up. People show up 100%. Right. Well, that's the one thing I was going to say about the Bandits game. I haven't seen that many people. Well, RJ and I, I unfortunately couldn't go, but a playoff team in KeyBank was just an absolutely electric atmosphere. It was something really cool, you know? And it's like any time a team does well, you get people there, here. Right. It's always packed or close to sold out. I'd say the Bills are the ex- exception. They were bad for a long time throughout the drought, and that stadium would still be full. Yeah, you know? that's the weird uh. thing. That was always the weird thing, that people still... That's more for the tailgate and the culture, though, I feel like. I feel like that's less for the team. You know what I mean? That kind of a deal. But, but what's funny, I don't think I remember a time that a Bills fan put, like, a bag over their head or, like, wore clown noses. I, I don't <laughs> remember a single time when that happened during that whole drought. No. And that's so odd because once a team does bad and they're bad for a while, the fan base goes after the team for sure. Yeah. Detroit's gone the after Sabres. them. The, the Cincinnati Reds this season. Yeah. They had the one guy who like threatened to 
go to the bathroom in a truck that they have displayed at the stadium <laughs> to signify to sell the team. <laughs> Such a weird thing to do, but ever since that like became a thing, they've been winning. I think it's just, you know, the owners are like, all right, now we got to we got to Yeah, get now we got yeah, yeah, now we got to pump up the team. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's it's not good let's, now. Let's start making some trades, let, you know what I mean? Let, yeah. let's <laughs> we don't hey, want this thanks. guy Going to the bathroom in the truck. No, can't, no. can't have him urinating in the truck. No. <laughs> I feel like that's what happened to the Jaguars, too. You know, at the end of the season, the last game, they had that, that clown protest where everyone showed up wearing clown costumes, and then they beat the living daylights out of the cold yeah. to deny them a playoff spot, and they just go buck wild in the offseason. Christian Kirk here is $84 million. Zay Jones, Brandon Scherf, Boye Lewikin, just throwing money at everyone. So, hey, it works. Say what you want about, you know, the fans doing that type of stuff. But it works. It puts pressure on, you know, the uh, the higher-ups to just not be complacent and make stuff happen. They do. They really I, – I think whenever the fans have, like, a planned day to, like, stick it to the team for being bad, it always goes wrong. Always. I, I don't see – I don't remember a time that it's, like – Unless if you're a Cleveland Brown fan, then you're kind of like, yeah, you you had that season where you went sixteen and zero and then one in fifteen. So I mean, really, if you stuck it, then it didn't really work <laughs> uh, by any means. But yeah, usually fans, whenever they have like a planned day, it always goes well for the team because then the team's like, oh, now we gotta play. Right. Well, like look at RJ Knight. I mean, they the Sabers played their heart out you know what i mean like you plan that way ahead it's they called it his last call but i mean it really wasn't i mean but i mean it wasn't him getting the sword too i saw on uh twitter after the oh game. yeah this so cool yeah i love his comment when <laughs> <laughs> yeah. he's like okay so when border patrol stops me <laughs> and they ask me what's in the trunk of the car i'll say oh don't worry it's just a sword yeah. don't, don't <laughs> worry about it what do you have to declare yeah. Uh, sharp metal sword, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, I'm not doing anything with it. It's not It's not in my hand. It's in my trunk. Mm-hmm. What am I going to do with it? <laughs> I'll tell you what, something else with the bandit is I'm going to take a page out of Josh Allen's playbook. Is this a precursor to, you know, what's coming next February? You know, get the city of Buffalo primed up for a championship so then once the big boy comes home, then we somewhat know how to act. I mean, Oh, that'll Still be like a six-day-long parade if the big boy comes home, I think. That'll be absolutely nuts. Forget six days. I, I think it's going to be like a month. People <laughs> are just going to yeah. set up tents right outside of City Hall yeah. and, like, party. Just wait until the airport. Like, you know, after they lose, everyone goes to the airport. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh imagine yeah. if they win the Super Bowl and come home. It's going to be a madhouse. <laughs> People oh. are jumping over that gate. I don't care what you're doing. No. <laughs> that gate is not going to hold people. <laughs> the mafia is not stopping. No, no. For a gate. Are you kidding me? No way. We're going to need, like, the FBI, the CIA, the Secret Service. We're going to need all hands on deck. The National Guard. We're going to need everyone up there. <laughs> they going to over Africans. Buffalo. <laughs> Martial yep. law is in play. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> um, but one team that is also in the playoffs, shockingly, still in the playoffs, the Amherst. The, the genie's in the bottle. They still have their three wishes. I, I don't know how they still have three wishes. <laughs> I, I don't know. They beat Utica, who's the one seed. Um, they beat the four, the four seed? Yeah, four seed uh, Beville Senators. 
in the one game elimination. And now they're facing Laval, which um, they got killed last night, 6-1. They didn't really have a good goaltender by any means because uh, Hauser had to come in. Michael Hauser had to come (laughs) into the game to try to pull it out. (laughs) What? Yeah. You're telling me the Eastern League hockey goalie is our, like, best defense. Right. Because um, for people who don't know, Ukapeka Lukanen is hurt. Yeah. How can he be hurt in this time right now? Write at crunch time. Like, it just, it, you can't write it any other way at this point. Like, it's, 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 of everything like that seems to happen at this point in time. Why are all our goalies always hurt? Every single time. It's like, oh, yeah, Anderson, Anderson's doing well. Hurt. Tokarski's doing meh. Hurt. <laughs> Ma- Malcolm, we trade for Malcolm Subban. Second game he plays. Hurt. Aaron Dell, I don't even want to talk about Aaron Dell. Uh, UPL comes up, plays a couple of games, goes back down, gets hurt. Everybody's hurt. It's a curse. It's a curse. I, I, you can't win if you're a Buffalo Sabres goalie. You, you can't win. Ryan Miller was the only. Yeah. That was the last time. All Mark's been hurt. Yeah. Hudden's been hurt. Yeah. When does the when does the curse stop? Yeah. When, when we, does it stop? When can we break the curse? That's the question. But um. Hopefully soon. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully. Uh, I I hope they spend money on a goalie. If they don't spend money on a goalie who has proven, like, to stay healthy during a year and pick right. like one guy Craig who's like Craig Anderson's getting. Oh yeah, he's age. really good when he's healthy, but he gets like hurt half of the time. Yeah. Why are we signing the dude? No, you need a consistent, you know, non-injury prone trade or a pick of some kind, pick up. You know what I mean? Like Exactly. Um but like I said, Rochester did lose to Laval last night. Um but there's also three other series going on. Uh Charlotte versus Springfield, Chicago versus Milwaukee, and Stockton versus Colorado. Um and after we get from a break at 3 o'clock, around 3 o'clock, uh, we're going to play a little game trying to figure out if Tanner and Joe can figure out which AHL teams are the prospect holders for major league teams. Because uh, I, I was be looking at it, and like <laughs> some are easy. You know, I'll, I'll, you, you can already guess one. Rochester, you know the Sabres. There you go. There's yeah. your your freebie. Okay. But um, it, some of them are really easy to tell, and others I just didn't know. Right. I'm like, what? Why are they called this? Yeah. Well, like, it's like the baseball farm teams. You've got the Syracuse Mets. Like, who are they the farm team for? Right. You know yeah. what I mean, like, it's that kind of a deal. Like, some of them are like that. For the longest time, when I was a kid, I I I went to Bison's games all the time. All the time, uh, at least during the summer, whenever it was like ten bucks for a ticket. Yeah, and who who did it? Right, yeah. And for the longest time, I will never forget this. I'm like, yeah, the Buffalo Bisons are the farm team for the New York Yankees. I wish. 
I, I was like, <laughs> yeah, Yankees. Yeah, because that was like the only team I knew of at yeah. that time. They like I knew Yankees while, and Cardinals. Those were the only two teams that I know. And my dad goes up to me and it's like, Dan, you're wrong. And I'm like, what do you mean I'm wrong? I'm always right on this stuff. Uh, <laughs> you know, 12 year old me being like, yeah, I know this. Your childhood was flipped upside down. Really right. Bad. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's like, why is Toronto coming to Buffalo? What? No. What? <laughs> Yankees. What? <laughs> Did they sell them? Um, but no. Yeah. For the longest time, I did not know that the Bisons were actually for the Blue Jays and not the Yankees. I mean, honestly, I didn't really pay much mind to it as a kid. I feel like, you know, I, mean, I was like, oh, right. Yeah. Bisons. But I mean, like. It was interesting that, I mean, they are close, you know what I mean? Toronto and Buffalo, it's probably the two closest spots. Pittsburgh was it for a while, if I believe. We were the farm team for them. If I'm not mistaken, I'm not sure You could that. be right. I don't know about um, that. That's interesting. I did not know that. We'll do some research. And the <laughs> research. That, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we got we to, gotta, like, use our brains in the computers. Yeah. But, um, no, I didn't really know that either until I was at least a teenager, I would say. You know, or pay mind to it, really. Darren, uh, did you know anything about, like, baseball farm teams when, like, no. growing up? I, I know you're not from around here, and that's why you're on the call with us, because he lives two hours away from the studio, if you if any viewers did not know know that. so Two and a half. Two and a yeah. half. Even longer than I thought. Even longer. Uh, so, I I don't know what baseball teams are around where you're from. Um. But like, did you know of baseball farm teams? Maybe. Um, not entirely. I mean, the only team that, or the only sport that I kind of pay attention to that, obviously, the NFL doesn't have one. Which that's an interesting question. Should the NFL have, you know, like a farm system or U- G League the... that type of thing? Yeah. But like the NBA G League, I could probably I could name a handful of teams there, and you know what teams they're associated with, but not like every single G League team, but a handful of them. Tanner, I love that you brought that up because that was a perfect question because the NFL did actually have a farm system for a little bit. NFL Europe was a thing, and that was the farm system uh, for many players. I mean, uh, William the Fridge Perry played there um, in Europe, and his his name on his jersey instead of his Perry, it was Fridge. (laughs) Um, uh, Terry Crews. Everybody knows Terry Crews at this point. <laughs> he he played in the NFL Europe League. But, yeah, I, they tried it. I I feel like that that's what they're trying to do with maybe the XFL and all the these XFL. other ones. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like they're trying it, but they don't want to spend as much money to, you know, make a whole new Europe League again and have – 32 farm teams. Yeah, I mean, when you could just throw a couple games over there for the regular NFL season and get some money from, you know what I mean? Right, it's not like you need a whole system to pay extra money for something you may not even see. Yeah, you'd have to duplicate the entire staff of the United States side of it for the Europe side. It's just you're paying everyone. It It would be a lot. It would definitely be a lot. Yeah, you got the flights, you got travel. I mean, even though it's in Europe, Europe is still pretty big. Um, but yeah, that it, it was a, it was an experiment. I feel like they're trying to get some form of it back. Maybe just like, okay, we're gonna have like this set of teams follow this singular team, like 
the Bills, Patriots, Jets, Miami, all follow this one team. And you can pick anybody you want from this team if you, right. you know, but you got to be out the other three or four, how many they decide. By that point, it's a bidding war. Right, but, yeah, yeah, a bidding war. Yeah, an auction, if you will. Right, <laughs> which makes a little bit of sense to me. I, I don't know how, like, they would implement it. Because... I think Billy would be stealing a lot of people, you know what I mean? Oh, my <laughs> I feel God. Like, I feel like he'd be the one to, Robert Kraft would be, or Croft would be, or Kraft would be able to, um, to dish out the money to just grab everyone at that point, I feel like, you know, but. And you got to think of salary cap. How much does the salary cap, does does it, like, is there only a limit of players you can sign during a season? Like, maybe you get five players from the team to choose from in case of injuries or, you know, trades or anything that happens. Does the salary cap come into play, or are they kind of like league – veteran minimum type guys where they get, you know, they're just there to be there at that point. But we're going to take another quick break and then we're going to play a little game to see if Joe and Tanner can name some AHL teams and their NHL counterparts. Oh boy, here we go. Yeah, I don't know if I can promise any greatness with that one, but uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll have to see how that ends up going. We'll be right back. You've been listening to 91.3 The Blitz.